Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Professional Awesome's Hypercritical Radio. I'm Hayden Lowe and I'll be your host for today. I'm joined by Mike Lowen, Devin Giles, Daniel Patrick O'Donnell. And we do have a special guest today, so please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Adam Jabay, and they twisted my arm so many times I finally came on the podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. I've flaked on Devin like six times now, and I feel bad. Um, you fucking should. Yeah, man. Wow. I, I've been blowing it, dude, over and over. Like It's, it's hey, not like you're busy or anything. Hey, <laughs> you want to re- record Tuesday? I'm like, yeah, Tuesday sounds good. And then my world falls apart on Tuesday afternoon. I'm like, hey, Devin, I got I to gotta bounce. Sorry, man. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, over and over and over. Adam. You're Sorry, busy. everyone. I anyway, think, I, I know everybody pretty well on this, except for Hayden. Hi, Hayden. Hi. Hi. You said that uh, on your podcast too. Jesus, you just don't. Remember. It's okay. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the Sunday Cup chat now, and I have you'll noticed. Slowly, I, you'll just, slowly watch me say stupid stuff. I, I have noticed you're in that chat. So yeah, I mean, we've talked a few times, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever, have we ever met in person. I can't remember if you've been to an no. event. Uh, he has yeah, been to I an event. I, but I, went, I don't think he's yeah. met you. No, I went to the last, or the 2019 Midwest okay. Fest, but, but I, mean, I don't at an event. Could you think... really meet Adam? Because yeah, it's like hard. Not yeah. free at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I met a I'm... lot of people. I'm, I met I met Dan and uh, Mike at Alpine for 12 seconds. Yeah, yeah. I, you didn't even know it was me because I had those geriatric glasses on. So yeah, you. <laughs> He's literally got like blind person glasses on. <laughs> Thought maybe Mike had so like cataract good. surgery, dude. Oh my god, they're so good. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Be, oh god, I love those glasses. And they got lost. Dude, Ugh. they added at least forty years to your to your life. One hundred percent cool with that. I was yeah. thoroughly protected from all sorts of light. Let me tell yeah. you, I understand why old people like them. So if I'm you cool start protecting your your vision and looking old when you're young, maybe yeah. like maybe you live longer. Maybe this is the, maybe you figured it out. So. That's yeah, not maybe. that's not an option for Mike. <laughs> no, yeah, no. It doesn't seem likely, but we'll work on that. Um, well, I'm sure. Anyway, we'll... anyway, we we went slightly off track here, but anyway. So, Adam, um, for those who don't know you, um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do? Your primary job, well, I guess, for motorsports job, um, um, and yeah. and some background. Um, so I've been in the car since I was about probably about 10 and uh, got my first or drove my first stick shift when I was 11 and uh, is this how far back you want to go where you want to start <laughs> I don't know whatever man hey, just that's fine. you have a if um, we get yeah you have a pretty somewhere. interesting history so I I would and, and, and like a lot of car dudes and car girls like I was into bikes and skateboards and stuff like everybody yeah. seems to come from that background you know um, yeah we all make that and, mistake and yeah, once I hurt myself enough, like at the age of like 19, I decided that like maybe I'll be more into cars instead of hyperextending my knees and like hurt and blowing out my hip and stuff. Um, doing skate, doing like a skate skate park stuff and big uh, dirt trails and stuff. But um, I went to my first racetrack when I was 19, and uh, and like a couple weeks later, uh, well, my first road course. I've been to like some circle track stuff locally. A couple weeks later, we rented the road course and hosted our first event. Um, so I was 19 when we rented the racetrack for the first time, and Chris and I have been hosting, Chris Stewart and I have been hosting uh, events uh, since then, uh, since 04. Um, or no, I was 21 then. I was 19 when I went to my first one, like a couple of years later, I guess. I was 21 when we hosted our first event at a racetrack, but I was 19 when we hosted our first event together. It was a parking lot. But, and that um, was? 
That was uh, West Michigan Honda Meet. So there it's you a go. event that st- it still goes. And actually, your buddy Grant was at it this year, telling me to put my fire suit on and stop driving a crappy race car without a fire suit. Yeah, um, but, <laughs> yeah. We, we're sorry. We want to see you live. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it's hot. It was hot up, but I no, didn't put my was, fire yeah. suit on yeah. most of the time. I put it on, but um, no, it was hot. But, yeah, and then uh, in 2014, uh, Chris had this wild idea to start an event series that was not our Honda Meet event in order to preserve Honda Meet event for, like, Honda Meet. Uh, because Honda Meet's kind of special. It's pretty rad. And uh, we invited a bunch of drifter buds, and we, like, sort of hosted a time attack competition. And it was just, like, a lot of HPDE. And then there was a concert at night, and we called it Grid Life. Um, and it, it was sort of a mess the first year, and then the second year was like a lot less of a mess, and we had like real AMB timing, and uh, uh, and then all of a sudden we were hosting two events a year, and then four events a year, and ten events a year, and sixteen events a year, and uh, and now yeah, I'm the motorsports director and co-founder of Grid Life, and I'm responsible largely for. Uh, with with a few with some good help from like Abe Schmucker and like my GLTC rules committees, I might have multiple. They don't know about each other. Don't tell them. Um, wow. And, and uh, the uh, I might have multiple committees, but uh, I'm largely responsible for the rules creation and like the event flow. Um, and I do everything from like rent the racetrack. Uh, you know, Chris and I are bouncing around emails with racetracks like right now for next year. Uh, down to get the certificate of insurance to like tell the corner workers uh, what flag we want at many racetracks and anything and everything in between. So um, and sometimes I try to race Grid Life Touring Cup also, uh, albeit very poorly, but I try to. So when you you know when you have like three or four seconds. T- today actually, I was talking to a buddy who is uh, kind of helping another GLTC guy. Like he's like you know. A pro crew guy and he's helping out uh, a friend of mine uh, and I was like how much would it cost to get you for like an hour a day to just like make sure my car is okay so I don't have to do that so I can keep hosting the event uh, so I might actually hire at events that I go to I might throw some money at a dude named Rob to help my car not suck so much <laughs> I can't believe that we can't crowdsource that shit I mean you know well, make I mean, sure they're good people it, but you could lar- largely my my uh, lack of I have gotten I got on one podium in GLTC one time uh, largely my lack of like uh, positive results comes from the fact that like when you're deep like in the like minute to minute production of event like uh, and I'm sending out the digi- the text messages to every driver, and I'm like doing the drivers' meetings, and I'm like doing the the calls, you know, over the PA, and I'm talking to corner workers and answering questions, and like it's a it's every 30 seconds you're doing something else. It's really hard to like strap in the car and like uh, click it on, you know, and like do right. well. So uh, I used to be a lot faster in like 2015. <laughs> And yeah, now I, I'm not. So. That's but, actually yeah. a question. I mean, that's kind of like a topic we talk about with other people is that when there's a lot going on, um, especially because yeah. you've got so much going on, right? You're, you're doing so much to keep the event moving. Can you or is it there's two, there's two questions here. One, can you turn your brain off and go for it? Two, does the racing help you turn your brain off and have a, at least a, a slight bit of reprieve from the event? It it like I can and it and it does, um, but it's hard to like get, like I don't get a lot of seat time anymore unless I'm like you know I'll, I'll go on a random Sunday and like do a three balls racing event or like a I did an SCCA track night in America last year and um, last year my car was actually pretty good and I finished a bunch of races, uh, but this year I've been fighting a bunch of things you know starting in March at our Coda event uh, in conjunction with Superlap Battle like I've been fighting stuff the entire time. 
because uh, I did a big engine swap that I thought would like make the car more reliable and I thought wrong uh, because I've been fighting oiling issues and the crankcase issues and then and now I think I suck something up into the oil pump and like ruin the oil pump at mid-Ohio but the oil pressure is still there like I don't know um, but I mean the car has largely been a pretty solid car I built this one three or four years ago but when I get in the car it's like the first couple laps like and I have actually like almost crashed uh, I drove off track at Autobahn last year I think it was last year thinking because uh, I was literally like uh, I was kind of zoning out and I thought did anybody call time attack to grid and and, uh, and I drove off the racetrack entering um, the first right-hander before patience right after the kink. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. Uh, that's a good spot for you. Yeah, it's a great spot to just drift off the racetrack and almost crash your car into that giant puddle off to the right. Right, yeah, exactly, um, yeah. But yeah, it, it does, like, once you get in a flow, like, it usually takes me a lap or two. Um, even at Mid-Ohio this year, like, uh, race two, I, I missed, I did practice, and then I came in with nine volts, and my alternator had died, so Friday night, uh, my buddy Pete Lindbergh ran to Summit Racing while we were finishing up the day. He was instructing, usually works grid, and he started instructing recently. And then he ran to Summit Racing in Talmadge, Ohio, and found, because I have like a small mini one-wire alternator to make it like easy to pull out, because I have a dumb engine swap in my car and it's hard to pull alternators out. Uh, so if I have this tiny alternator, uh, it's easy to remove the alternator. But then you have to have a backup alternator because you can't buy it at Pep Boys um, or Advanced or wherever your, uh, your parts store du jour is but uh so summit had one and we got it fixed up on friday night i did qualify or didn't do qualifying so i just jumped at the back of race two i had like a great great battle right like i was just battling with a bunch of dudes like uh for like what 35th place or whatever and it was so fun and it didn't even matter and like i was so in uh like i was so dialed in i felt great um but it just takes a few laps it's really tough to like turn off all the uh all the the, the stimuli that aren't race car driving and just focus on one thing. But once you get there, like that's the clearest head that you get, you know? So, and yeah. And that, I think that's a hard part for a lot of, a lot of people who are involved with doing other things in racing. It's, you know, does it one, can you turn your brain off enough? And two, can you get in the zone and does it, do you feel refreshed? I mean, racing a car is difficult, obviously, but do yeah. you feel like, better after you've gotten out that's like a you know what i mean it's a hard thing when it's good it's so good you know like mm -hmm. when you have right. and, and like my my best battle recently has been for like i don't know 25th place or something it doesn't even yeah like, i mean but I'm that not, doesn't i'm not, I'm not talking about necessarily place yeah yeah i'm not there for the finishing i'm there to like uh to hop out of the car and like go run and search out you know what's his face because it was so fun to battle with what's his face like yeah uh that that to me is like the, like that is the goal for me uh, and when it happens, it's the best. Like, it, and, it, and it'll keep you going for months. Like, uh, when when it's midnight and you still have like emails to get to, and you got to like uh, credential like instructor the instructor list, and you got to send out like staff invites, and you got to do this, and you got to got to contract some vendor for this thing. Like, it never ends. And then you think like, man, I had that awesome battle with Scott and West last year. That was super fun. Uh, I sure hope I have one of those battles again. And then you daydream about the battle for a few minutes, and it was great. Like that—that yeah. that actually does keep me going quite a bit. So yeah, I was gonna say it, it drops those endorphins and, and and keeps you moving, and and even helps during the weekend if you can have a good run of it. So that's why it's it's always right. interesting to me. Does it? Because some people, right? It just almost becomes a burden at that point, and they can never get to it. Right. And and, and they I, never, I've kind never of been determined. Yeah, I've been like determined not to make it like. <laughs> 
a burden to take the car to the racetrack and be like, oh, I guess I got to get in this piece of crap, you know, like. Right. Because yeah. if it's because if I'm there, like, then I should probably try to find somebody else to do my job. Because I I do this like I do this because I love cars and I love the crowd that comes along with cars and I feel like if I don't have the passion for it, like even a few times a year. Um, then I'm not going to be able to bring uh, the the energy I want to a driver's meeting. I'm not going to be able to bring it to my teams that like support me and largely they're volunteer based and like they need me to be stoked on cars and the event. And if I'm not stoked on cars and I'm like crabby about the event, like it's going to show, it's going to ripple down even probably to drivers that I interact with and like sure. event yeah, flow that's a good and point. all this stuff. Like so much of it is energy out, uh, and that's the energy you get back, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, you have good energy. It's okay. I like your energy. I try. I try, man. I always I, try. I give my C plus. C <laughs> That's better than an F minus, dude, man. I've seen some F minus energy out there in Pat. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rate it on that antiquated scale. It just hurts people's feelings. Yeah, At least you know, Mike Lewin is a pass fail man. Yeah, that's, what well, that's right. <laughs> you went to Montessori school. That's a little tidbit of yeah. See? Boom. So he, it does make sense, actually. He graduated yeah. with a moose. That's right. I did graduate <laughs> with a moose. It's just and a guess, lot of satisfactories. Yeah, no, I mean, it was... Uh, uh, Meets requirements. My crea- yeah, my creativity <laughs> side at, at Montessori school. So the moose's name is Moosey Moose. So, okay. And I, so there you go. I got a moose. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> I didn't know that Montessori school graded in in letters in uh, mm. animal letters. They don't. They they don't. They don't. Dude, Mike, this is a real cat paper, man. We're, we're, <laughs> search, we're searching for most papers, Mike. You got your punctuation is all over the place. I mean, I like it this. might even be penguin level. This is garbage. Oh, God. <laughs> this is bad. Got a got a zebra paper here. Anyway, damn, a uh, fucking zebra paper, man. <laughs> Mom is paying for moose, Mike. Yeah, Mom. they kick, kick you right out at that point. Um, anyway, so so obviously you're you're heavily involved in the series, you know, in Ingrid life. Obviously, you guys keep growing. You got a lot going on. Um, you know, in terms of in terms of the events, you know, obviously you have the big ones, you have the small ones. In 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 terms of you doing the racing side of it, what do you prefer? I guess I I just want to know, you know. How you um, feel about it. what do you prefer? Do you prefer like the festivals are, are great, right? There's lots going on, but is it just more chill? You like the smaller events just because you'll get to do more personally, or what? Uh, I I I love the vibes of some like to me. It almost doesn't matter how how big or or how small the event is. Like if the if you're in the paddock and you can like just if the if like the positive vibes and the best day ever vibes are palpable, um, which that's like I mean, and a lot of a lot of times it's kind of like, it feels like it feels like you're trying to do the impossible to like you're trying to like herd a bunch of like egomaniacs who drive race cars around and like make them have fun with each other. Um, but if you get that right, which largely it feels like we get it right most of the time, like Mid Ohio, man, this past weekend. Like just unbelievable vibes, and like, like I, I love when the paddock feels right, when the vibes feel right, when the racing is clean, you know, whether it be Time Attack or GLTC or even just HPD. If I don't, if I don't have to tow off a bunch of cars, and if if uh, if everything is smooth and we're on on schedule, uh, I'm feeling really good. Um, my favorite event, though, uh, besides West Michigan Honda Meet, which is still like it's it's such a great little event. My favorite event is a Track Day Picnic. Yeah, uh, we're waiting for that Farms. one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because I mean, there is no real time attack. There is uh, there is standing start time attack, and it's right. just for f- and it's like just for fun. And the last couple of years, we have we've done 
Uh, we didn't do one last year because scheduling didn't actually work out. But in 2019 and this year, we did a no points race for uh, GLTC. Um, but we still got, you know, 20 plus cars starting the weekend, uh, which is fine in Blackhawk. Like 20 cars on Blackhawk feels like yeah, 40 cars on Gingerman. You know? Right, that's plenty. Um, but, uh, like, it's, it, it does take the intensity down a little bit. Um, and it's just such a fun place to hang out for a weekend. Like, I love that track. I love the, uh, I love the people that run it. Uh, like even down to like race control, uh, like, and, and just being there, like it's, it's such a, it's like a pretty little state park environment and it, the place is just amazing vibes. I love being at that place. Um, that's been my favorite event for like the past three times we've ran it. Uh, maybe four. We've, I think we've done five of those. Um, but yeah, I, I really love that event. It's a smaller event. Uh, it's. You know, you don't make any money at those events, but you, man, you just you make a lot of memories with your friends, and you walk around, you track walk, and you you drink a bunch of beers, and you grow way too much meat, and it's that like I love those events. Those events are totally, totally right. I'm not in any of this for the profitability. I still have a day job, like I still work on uh, doors and windows and houses for a living. But um, yeah, it's uh, that event. That event just that event just it hits it hits way above its its pay grade. Like it's such a good event. So. That's super cool. So, so I guess my if no one else has a question, I got I can keep going. I, I mean, I I figured this was going to be like a, uh, a, a an assault on uh, on no, we're, we're not there yet. All, all the the terrible, terrible, we're building up to it. We're getting you the terrible things that I've done, ruining the sport, and oh my god, <laughs> it's okay. We're going to kick you in the balls. Oh, you're, this, uh, little, it's cool, your time. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> calm down. I'm trying to be nice. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to ease into the pain. We're 20 minutes in. Jesus. Yeah, I've got some questions anyway because I've always had these questions like, how do you feel about kind of kind of so obviously grid life what it, what it does is kind of like brings a bunch of communities together right so at the festivals especially you've got drifters you got you got people who like music you got time attackers you got gltc now you've got show car people um do you i mean it, it was the intention obviously you know you guys always made the comment or at least what i heard is like it's supposed to be like you know horizons right um it's supposed to be yeah, that. I've, I've never actually played Forza Horizon, but that, everybody either, compares but, it to that. But. Right, exactly. Me neither, but I, I can understand the vibe. Um, so that, that, that was kind of the thought. But I'm wondering, do you see from your perspective, do you see people um, going up through the chain? Like, do, do people oh, yeah. do you ever oh, – yeah. do people, like, come for the music and all of a sudden race car? Like, you know what I mean? Come for the music, then do uh, the show cars or do HPD Absolutely. and start moving we, into it? We've had probably a dozen or more show cars uh, that, yeah. that were at Midwest Festival, like, start with HPDE. One of them even, like, won a couple years later. He won Mid-Ohio Street Class um, and, like, worked through HPDE for a season. And, That's uh, cool. I like that a lot. got into Advanced. And, uh, um, and, and I think, uh, I want to say, like, a lot, of, I mean, eight years ago was a long time ago. And I know multiple uh, GLTC drivers, like current GLTC drivers, that started off as like just attendees to the festival, like in 2014, 2015. Um, and they worked their way up through HPDE. They bought a cage car, or caged a car, or whatever. Um, did other stuff, came back to us, or just stayed with us the entire time, and then went through our competition evaluation licensing program for GLTC, basically a comp school inside of every weekend. Um, and now they're just regulars in it. So they've like lived their entire motorsports journey from like, from light up, uh, you know, from from like light up 
uh, tire valve stem covers to underglow <laughs> to HPDE to time attack to wheel to wheel. So um, we definitely see that, but I mean, it's it's sort of like if if you ever go to like the ricey little like dumb car meet at like the whatever food store or wherever your car meet in your town is like. Um, if you actually like start talking to all the idiots that you think are idiots when you first pull up, like most of them are actually just like car dorks. They just like aren't the same car dork as you. Like it's all the same disease. It's just different symptoms. Like, you know, somebody's got a cough and somebody's got a sneeze and like the sneeze might be the time attack car and the cough might be a slam Miata, you know? Um, it's incredibly awkward way to describe that, but I understand. Well, <laughs> hey man, we are in a pandemic, so coughs right, and sneezes are online, bro. It's, it's apt. One. I think well, I think it works. If, if you don't think it works, too bad. It's my my I, analogy, dude. I didn't I got, say. I got the disease from Mike. It was an STD. It's... Yeah. Dude. Anyway, that's a different disease. <laughs> it was that's a, a standard uh, standard four speed Honda Civic, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I had one. I had one of those. That's what we call STDs in the EF world. Uh, I had no clue, but that's, I literally had a white it's, one. It's the below that's, the DX model. That's what I started out as. I couldn't drive a stick, and so I had the guy who I bought her from drive me around, and I'm like, yeah, it seems like you can drive it, so I bought it. <laughs> And then learned how. <laughs> and then you just clutch popped your way home, dude. Fucking A. <laughs> That's terrible. Just but yeah, rev and pop, rev and pop, dude. It, it's cool that people come up through the ladder and stuff like that and, and kind of make it work, is, is, you know what I mean? Like the. I've, I've just wondered, you know, in terms of, you know, spectators coming in and looking at it from the outside, going, man, I, yeah. can, I can kind of be a part of this and it'd be cool. And that's definitely, you know, I never. Obviously, anecdotally, it sounds like that absolutely happens. But obviously, from your perspective, you have a much better idea if it actually does, obviously. Yeah, you... uh, I, I know a lot of it is, uh, you know, just car curious people that are like, you know, they're sort of into drift cars. They think uh, the music is cool that year or whatever, and they just show up. Um, but, I mean, if, if, if you have eighteen to you know, fifteen to 18,000 people through the, through the gates that weekend, uh, if, like, if 50 of them get on a racetrack someday, like because of that uh, i think that's a huge win like big time yeah, it's like uh, it's a huge win in ruining someone's life <laughs> yeah yeah you've you've yeah you've got them uh you, you've addicted them to drugs and now you're I've, yeah i feel like i'm i mean it, there is many times where I, where I get frustrated with my car and stuff and i get frustrated with like something that happened on a weekend i'm like man what am i doing i'm just sitting here ruining everybody's life uh, and then I'm just the I'm like the pusher, you know, the worst yeah, you're a peddler. whatever. God, uh, but, but then you have like you have weekends like this past one where where at Mid Ohio where it's just like every se- everything seemed to be amazing. Like it was so good and everything was great. And then you're like, man, I'm the I'm the coolest drug dealer in town. This is great. My shit's <laughs> my shit's my shit hits just perfect, dude. It slaps. But, uh, it, it was uh, it was a really good event. If you haven't heard me say that three times already in this podcast, I, I, th- but, I think we're good. I think yeah. we're good on that. But under, understood, sir. No, it's a. Uh, it, it, it is cool, and, and it, it is nice that people are coming up through the system and stuff like that, and more people are getting involved. You're right. You're right. If, if 50 people do it, then it's a, you know, that I mean, that's a huge amount of people, get, right? How do you get to, to to even know that it's possible, you know, unless you go to an event right. like that? So. Yeah, no, it, it is cool. So, yeah, now that we've got the pledging streets out of the way. Oh, um, oh, God. No, 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 nothing crazy. So, obviously... Um, the last couple of years in terms of, you know, in terms of time attack, in terms of GLTC, stuff like that, obviously, it seems like, at least from my perspective, it seems like, obviously, from the unlimited class and in some of the higher level classes, there's been a little bit of, um, you know, 
not as many competitors as in those time attack classes, but obviously GLTC in general has come on strong, and it seems like more and more people are getting involved in that, which is super cool. A lot of the time yep. attack guys are getting involved in that as well. So well, that, yeah, that, that's, that's a lot awesome. of the unlimited guys also are the Canadians who, are, who for the past eighteen right, months right. have been stuck in Canada unless right. they're coming to Pikes Peak one time. So. Right. Yep. No, I, I get you. And that's yeah, uh, we, we miss our buddies. We miss our our buddies from America's Hat for sure. I talk to freaking Houghton almost every day. Like I miss that dude. So. Haven't seen him since twenty twenty at Coda. Like it sucks. So. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, but so with GLTC growing and Time Attack kind of being somewhat stagnant, obviously we're working on our shit. We're sorry. Um, yeah, all where of have us you are, been, man? Yeah, it's a long story. Grant told but me the car is like pretty good. It is pretty good, and and he's right. We just gotta make. So I call I call it Schrodinger's engine, because um, that's what makes sense to me. Is that the engine is either good or it is not, and we don't know until we put it on a dyno and either blow it up or not. Because mm-hmm. we're at, we've been having so many issues with head gaskets and things like that, and and we changed a whole bunch of, on the car, and now the honestly the biggest problem we've had is that. Um, just, just getting somebody to tune it right now that, that has time and energy to really dedicate and doing a good job since we switched to the Link ECU, that, that's our biggest next step. But once we get that, if, if the engine's working and right. we're, we're ready to, to test and, and go at it, and that's what we obviously want. We've made some other changes to the car we think will be beneficial, all that fun stuff. So um, looking to come back out and really and do some work, we just obviously need to get this engine right. So And, and if it's not... If it's not working, we'll see you in three more years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have a we have a plan to fix for the next one, but it just it just sucks. Like just everything seems to take too long right now. What are you gonna put so. in there next? A V8 or LS front wheel drive with a four wheel sixty five or whatever? That sounds really really terrible, but maybe. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's just gonna be a variation of what we've got, but just right. you know, stepping up the components, stepping up the block, stepping up the head gasket interface, all that's yep. all that stuff that you know you should do obviously when you're making that kind of power so hopefully we can make it back out anyway the obviously with with time attack a little bit waning and then and then gltc growing um you know my curiosity with all of that is obviously you're 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 always kind of pushing the rules a little bit pushing them around a little bit seeing what's good i don't understand street tire problems but i'm gonna i'm gonna let that one go for right now i'll bring it up later um so do you see – where do you see – I guess where do you see GLTC going from here? Um, uh, you, GLTC, you've got a big field, uh, so what, what, what do you think? Uh, I, I, hopefully GLTC basically has found its place. Uh, we're going to obviously always refine the rules to try to make it uh, an attainable and also super, super competitive place to drive. Um, and I, But I think we're – I mean, look, if you look at the parity from last weekend, it was ridiculous. Qualifying, it was like – P1 through 11 was within eight-tenths of a second. It was stupid. Um, we're real happy with a lot of the aspects of it. And, like, some of the ideas for change, uh, they, they're they heavily being reviewed, especially after <laughs> how great last weekend was. But um, it uh, anything that we do will hopefully be, uh, you know, the, like the goal will be in order to make it more of an attainable, but also super, super competitive place to do. Like, I'm not gonna sell the, the class out for something. We're not gonna do A main, B main. Like, it's gonna be it's gonna be one class of racing. They're all gonna race each other, and if the event sells out, the event sells out. But, um, gotcha. yeah, I mean, that, and then, those are some questions for sure. Like the A main, you know, like we talked about A yeah. and B. They talked yeah, about that, yeah. talking about doing maybe a slightly different power to weight class, get, get some division there. 
Um, I think we're good. I, I think we're good where it's at. Like people have asked for like a nine to one, like a track mod wheel to wheel class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, what do I what do I kick out of the event then? Because the event's full, you know. No, um, yeah. I mean, you guys are doing yeah. a lot. You got it crammed in there for sure. Yeah, it's it's. It, I think we're at literally like capacity. We we can run a hundred time attack cars. We can run fifty cars of GLTC, and we can run three full run groups of HPDE, and that's it. Like we're done. Right. Uh, if we got to bring drift in, like everybody gets less sessions a day, or we run longer per day, like a gingerman, I can run till nine. Like uh, they they let me do whatever I want, so we can bring drift to gingerman. We can do other stuff. Right. Like right. Uh, something's got to give. Like even even this year at Midwest Festival, there is no beginner class uh, because we just oh, can't. Like there's too much. The first this is the first year for that event that we haven't ran beginner. So. Yeah, it's a big uh, event I, to run beginner too. Yeah, and and uh, years ago before we uh, launched GLTC, like in 2018, when we were like getting close, we had secured actual insurance, we had secured like approvals to get that and all that stuff, and which took two years to do it right, by the way. Um, the uh, before then, it was going to be like three different classes. It was going to be mixed class racing. Um, like in 2017, 2018. Put them all on um, track and stage starts? Yeah, they were all going to be, yeah, it was going to be like, uh, you know, split starts or whatever, uh, you know, but I'm really, really glad we did not. That would have, it wouldn't have been the product that we, we, we inevitably, uh, like, or we eventually, like, got to the place where it was like, um, everybody needs to know who's racing. Because I, like, attended some club race weekends, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. There's 60 cars out there, and it's just a mess. Like, um, sure. And, sure. and not to knock any of the organi other organizations, but it was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the way, uh, this is like in 2018. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the way that, that like, if you're if you're half drunk at turn two at Gingerman and Festival, like, you should be able to figure out who's winning. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I get you. Uh, and if you that makes and sense. if you can't, if you can't figure it out, that's bad club racing. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I I can uh, I can dig yeah. that. I think it. I yeah. think you're right. In terms of a lot of club racing, it's really hard to tell what's going on at a given. Yeah, it, it's you got to be able to see who the winner and the loser is. Uh, you know, I might be at the back of the pack, but I want to know who's winning too. Even um, right. even at high levels, I kind of hate the mixed class. Uh, yeah, you get four or five cars out there in IMSA. You know, yeah. classes out there, and like the passing becomes like the way you win or lose, or sure. Whatever, and I hate that. Know? I hate I hate traffic holding people up and right. and using it as a burden and things like that. It's but I, yeah, it, it's, I, I'm I'm kind of firm on the like I don't want to do mixed class racing because like we've seen how good it can be and how good it can look, uh, and like the, realistically, like the main goal of GLTC, you know, since we're still talking about that, was that it was it was to to show like that club racing is a thing you can actually do, whether you do it with us or whether you do it with somebody else, like NASA, SCCA, whatever. Um, like, there's a lot of people that attend our festivals that don't even know that you can do wheel-to-wheel. -wheel. Like, if you put your mind to it, you sure. can, like, buy or build a car and, like, get your license and do it. Um, and so uh, it, uh, it's, it's really just, and with the live stream especially, like, it's, it's showing club racing to a new, to a younger audience. And I know, like, I've heard stories and I've, I've heard from uh, uh, self-promotion here. We've got a, a podcast called Slip Angle Podcast. But I've heard from listeners, like, in the Pacific Northwest, on the East Coast, places that we don't race a lot um that they bought a car and they have gone to cop school and like they're they're having a good time and they hope gltc comes there someday but right now they are racing what's a class you know whatever class it is uh that's like that's to bring to bring 20 and 30 year olds back into club racing like it's it, that sport has grayed a lot over the past 20 years um and to bring 20 30 40 50 year olds even into club racing like i think that's important we gotta we gotta keep these these racetracks open and like if if GLTC is sort of like a uh, 
like the, the hope is that people see that it's possible and they start doing it. And so far, so good. I think everything's good. We've, we've put almost 70 people through our own comp school at GLTC over the past three seasons. So we've brought a lot of new club racers into the sport. So, um, and that might not seem like a lot, but you get two or three a weekend and it adds up, you know, so. No, that's absolutely a lot when I think it's about how lot. many people attend event uh, attend an event like to race. That's yeah, that's a like ton. A, th- a third of the regular field with GLTC like did comp school with us. So which which is really rad. Like we're not yeah. stealing people from other orgs. Like we're literally trying to not, like we don't want to like slice the pot but the pie thinner. Uh, this is an analogy from Hayward from SCCA, but like we don't want to make the pie smaller pieces. We want to like make more ovens so we can make more pies. You know, it's right. A, no, yeah, like it's that's real. So. And I think I think grid life's a great place for. It feels, I mean, at least to us, right? We're in the middle of it. It, you know, I can't look at an outside perspective. I don't have that anymore, but it does feel obtainable. It does feel like it's something that's doable and it's you know welcoming. Um, I look at the in, in you know not knocking the other series, but I look at an SCCA rulebook. I look at a NASA rulebook, and I, I'm done. Yeah, there's a lot of pages the there. And, uh, the, yeah, there's a lot of pages there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the NASA like, one I can at least comprehend. The SCCA one, right. like what the what yeah, the fuck do you SCCA's even got 35 different wheel to wheel classes. Yeah. Like, oh that's, my gosh. 37. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. 300. Like, what I just looked 367 pages or something like. Uh, oh, it's like 872 for the whole GCR. For right? the whole like, GCR, yeah. It, a lot of it is like safety wheel. rules and stuff. Right, exactly. And, just for the wheel to wheel. And they've also like, got oh like, gosh. yeah, they've got the best safety rules because they've been around the longest. But like, right. yeah. Um, it, uh, then I roll up on Gridlife's rules and it's like, wow, this is like three pages on a Word document. Well, we, we try to make our safety rules like encompass everything, but also be easy to read because otherwise people just don't read them. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 but I think that makes it. I think I think you've done a good job of making it obtainable, and it's not to say that the other ones are actually unwelcoming or unobtainable it's just that that first step seems overwhelming right right it it seems like and 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 with anything that's established right there's this preconceived notion that that it's kind of got this you know you gotta well no i mean i was gonna say you gotta like break down the wall like you're entering this thing thing. right exactly like you're, you're oh my god this is a long uh, history of amazing racing, like you know, Carol Shelby raced SCCA back in the day, all that yeah. stuff, and it's like, oh my God, shut up. Anyway, I, 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 yeah. I started racing wheel to wheel with SCCA. I mean, I did some lemons races, which was that was sort of intimidating at first, but like it, the rule book, like it was almost non-existent. You just had to like build a car that would right. pass tech. Um, and then I started racing SCCA because one of the guys on my lemons team uh, was a, and he's raced GLTC since, and he lives right by Ginger. He's a longtime buddy of mine, just retired, uh, but like, just a huge resource to me. Of like, no, it's like not, it's not that impossible. Like, you, you almost have to have ambassadors like my buddy Tom, uh, because it feels impossible. Uh, it really, it does, really does. Yeah. No, it does. Um, but you just uh, have to let people know that it is possible, and, know, and, like he, and they think you do a good job. Yeah, he and I drove to. To uh, to Florida, and it took like the t- until the drive back. We went down there for the 2007 Grassroots Champ Challenge. You know the the to build the car for the, however many dollars the year is. Um, right. So we we went there in 2007, 2008, 2009, and uh, the first drive to Florida was when I like found out what club racing really like was and like how you did it. Um, and the biggest barrier to entry was like you gotta you gotta like have your car ready and be ready to do club school in like March or April. Like that's that's. And that can be a barrier to entry too. Uh, that's that's one of the reasons that we do. Uh, that's one of the reasons we do the GLTC comp licensing at every event, uh, unless unless nobody requests it. It's uh, 
like we, we want the barrier to entry to be low. You want, if somebody's yeah. ready to go in July, I'm with that. Uh, like if they're ready to go, we'll exchange a bunch of emails, have a few, few phone calls, like make sure they're ready to go. And like if you're ready to go, let's do it, man. We're doing it here in July. So, do you, um, do you think those barriers to entry from some of these legacy organizations are intentional? Because it, I, I've never in my life considered doing anything SCCA because it's like, oh, look at this. And then, you know, something time attack, red line time attack, whatever pops up. And it's like one page, okay. You know, and so I wonder if, if people. They, 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 I think they, I don't think it's intentional. I think it just kind of happens. Like if you don't, uh, if you don't evolve uh, easily and, and quickly, like if you're a big national organization, it's going to be harder to change too. Um, I think. I think to, and, to, to add yeah, to that yeah. is that when an organization is really large, well, not necessarily large, but when an organization is older, I think they have pre-existing rules and you kind of stack on them and you stack on them and the idea is stack, stack, stack. And unless you have somebody who is literally going in and has the, the, the uh, objective to simplify things, it is always going to be more convoluted yeah, than something that's been around for a shorter period of time. I mean, that's like laws in the, you know what I mean? That's like laws in any country. There's some crazy laws out there that are sitting on the books from, you know, 1814 in the United States and, and some crazy laws. I, I just heard about a law in the UK from like 12 something about bread. And it's like, what the hell, guys? Yeah, like, everybody it's, it's broke so that law yesterday, man, but it's still there, right? That's right. Exactly. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like once it's been around for so long, it's almost like you're following these these guidelines and these processes that have been around and for so those, long. And like some of the national organizations, like they have people that have been racing in the same car for 30 years. So that car still needs a home, you know? Right. Um, and uh, like, you, that's, you can't that's pivot crazy. very quickly when like a, a Spitfire needs to run with an Integra, needs to run with like a brand new whatever. Right. Um, but but I mean, largely, they, if you watch any of their national championship events, like largely they do a good job. There's just it's just done very differently. Um, right. And they've obviously got more members and everything that we do. Uh, so like they're slaying yeah. it there. Um, but I I'm think, just hoping yeah. that it brings people in. That's all I'm saying. Like I right, hope that this right. you guys open it up. And, and they talked about you guys with in conjunction with SCCA and grid life when you guys did the you know your partnership for time yeah, attack at no, least and, and you guys I, I mean, talked, talked about those a... barriers of entry in time attack alone exactly. and this is kind of like the, the the road racing version of that right the wheel, yeah, the wheel and, I, and i talk with scca national office like weekly i'm on their enduro racing board actually like we're building out a class for or a uh, rule set for uh for enduro stuff again because scca has kind of drifted away from enduros um, but uh, so I talk with members in national office all the time. Um, like we have a really good working relationship with them. Like we actually, you know, we talk about dates. We we've been trying to co-host a time attack and SCC time trials event. Um, we almost did one last year in Fontana, and then the pandemic happened in March. Uh, it was supposed to be in March in Fontana. Um, we almost did one this year. Uh, I forget where now. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we talk about dates. We talk about all kinds of stuff all the time talk about rules um and the same thing with uh, jd at gta like we talk we talk with him a lot uh i think the organization and, and like the partnership has been a super positive thing um and but uh you know just basically like stating to the motorsports world that like hey we're friends with these people so like let's take the uh let's take the us versus them out of it and i think that's been positive especially for gta and scca because uh, scca is now pro racing is now sanctioning them um, you know, with insurance and best practices and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a weird it's it, barrier to entry is, 
I mean, you gotta always kind of think like in the shoes of a 19 year old and the older you get the harder that is to do so well I, I get that I get that and I think I think it is different organizations kind of doing that that serve a different kind of group almost and, and I'm hoping that it does you guys start to at least you know bring people in make the make the ovens bigger right. make more yeah, ovens more, whatever you want to call ovens, it dude. and then and then the, the pies can move around a little bit but I think it does get people in at least enjoying themselves in the in a sport yeah dude let's get some pies with mohawks and stuff like tattoos it's gonna be great dude whatever pies you want we're cool with that <laughs> yeah but no I mean that, that that's super cool and then and then on the other side of it is, you know, obviously, as obviously your your purview is you want to have one race, you know, obviously not a lot of classes. I think that's for me. I think that's smart. Devin wants something else. I think, but um, Devin I wants think track mod. Uh, will well, be. you know, more power is, you know, more power. You know, track mod Facebook man. group has All been right. talking about our Facebook page or uh, message chat's been talking about that for years. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Wrong. Uh, power. 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 Anyway, where um, am I going to put them? I can kick all the beginners out. And not. Not no, make any no. new uh, new pies. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No. 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 No new pies and no new. Yeah, ovens. man. We're going to kick um, all the yeast out, so the pies are going to be flat. They're all going to be wow. one year older every year. One Just year let older. the let the track my dudes road race around the racetracks on the public there streets. Well, there, there you go. go. Just, just up and down Phoenix Road and exactly. <laughs> There's a nice curve in it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do one bend before you hit the lake on the other side. Yeah, please don't do it. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, with GLTC kind of you know being being really strong each weekend, you got a lot of people in there. Um, you know, in terms of the rules, right? You're you're, you're getting that parity. Well, just calm down. You're you're getting that parity and stuff one like more. that. And and it I don't necessarily. No, 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 not yet. I don't care necessarily about the rules changes. I just like I, I, the only thing that that bothers me more is the is. You know, obviously, you guys are still early on. It's the, the only thing that bothers me is that it happens in the middle of the season. But I know you're trying to make that parity there. I have done a couple of mid-season updates. Yes. Yeah, and it just, it just, you know, from a perspective of building a car, driving a car, trying to make a car work, it it, it sucks, and it does feel like you're slightly against Corvettes. Well, and I, I, it's I, I think you know that. Not true, dude. Did you see how good that Corvette does? On, I do, uh, but I think that's. Got? I think that's important because when he started building it, everyone's like, that's not going to work. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I knew it was going to work. man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and like part of the, part of the battle with that has been this year we've been before, before we released the, the 2021 rules in November, uh, we really, really went back and forth about power band stuff. So like, right. Yeah, it is I hard. Mean, obviously you look at like Jeremy, Jeremy's power band is the flattest power band you can get. Um, and so we have a power band rule that says it's three to 6% based on uh like right, basically right. like whatever adam says you know which sucks uh, yeah so he started he started the year at three percent um and actually i i asked him before autobahn to do a self-imposed six percent so i could see how the parody was and guess what the parody was pretty good uh and now we've landed at four before mid ohio he was at four percent um and i mean if you look at the lap times and the way the car raced i think we're in a pretty good spot so uh, sure. Some of this is like, you know, it's kind of growing pains. And if you right. talk about the, the Yokohama tire, man, that Yokohama tire, that Yokohama tire just lights <laughs> off so fast. It's an A7 with tread. We all know this. That's, uh, I, mean, that I heard was you what we talking, talking to him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you told me. You yeah. fucking told me. Yeah. So, and, oh, so good data on that also. Um, yeah. So we had a... We had a street tire, so we had a race five. It's a non-points race. It's like a fun race on Sunday right. at Mid Ohio. Right. Um, and so it was. It was 
uh, fun, it was like you know gleefully named the uh, 200 Treadwear Experience. Sure. Uh, and so what I we have a bunch of uh, data boxes that we put in cars uh, throughout the weekend, and we we've been gathering this mountain of data. So and it's all labeled, and it's what race it was, and how many you know if they've been if they were up front, it's how much rewards weight they have, and everything. And so we can see what rewards weight changes, you know, same day, same car. We can see you know like what if they swap tires. We we have all this data, so we we're it, which has been, I mean, next year it's going to be amazing. We didn't have these solos or these data boxes last year. Um, uh, we uh, we now do, and uh, we have a staff that moves them around car to car. We just collect and collect and collect. So uh, I wanted to collect a bunch of data, and we also have a rule in it that says we can claim your data if you have your own data system. So um, a bunch of drivers, like, and it's true, dude. It's a, and GLTC is a... Uh, <laughs> GLTC is a benevolent dictatorship. It's not that's a real right. human. That's right. That's all right. Um, that's all right. And I am I'm the the friendly dictator. But that's right. Uh, so we we had a bunch of drivers like take up take us up on the 200 treadwear thing, and they bought fresh tires or whatever, and they like mounted them up, and they're ready to go for Sunday, because a lot of drivers do want the class to favor 200 treadwears. Sure. They want to yeah. they want they want to favor like. The, like a the certain sweet spot of 200 treadwear, like the 660, like the you know you, you name whatever tire you want, the uh, RE71 or whatever you know whatever street tire du jour is, like they they that would be like it would save some of these drivers three to four thousand dollars a year, um, because fresh hoosers are the way to win GLTC right now. Um, so we we gathered a bunch of data and uh, on the Yokohama front because you're talking about Jeremy. Um, uh, Luke McGrew, he had he had reset, uh, I think in race four or race three, he had reset the GLTC lap record uh, on Hoosiers, 245 Hoosiers, uh, and then he puts 245 Yokohamas on. So now I have data, uh, and he got P2 in the race five also. I have data on him, uh, same weekend, same similar temperatures, you know, 245 Hoosier versus 245 Yokohama, which would both be a legal setup at his weight. Um, so like. And I feel pretty good about you know about the the place we put the Yokohamas because the tire does things so differently. It lights off so hard and it's and it right. maintains for 15 minutes. Um, the CR1 is like obviously pretty close. Yeah, not uh, quite the same, but it's close. We're seeing it. Yeah, it's characteristics. Uh, like fall, we, we it, did, we never allowed fall. the Hoosier A7 for a reason. Um, yeah, and we no, just kind of felt we kind of felt like the Yokohama was. Uh, at that width, especially at the allowed street tire width, because if you're not familiar with GLTC rules, like you can run a Hoosier at 225 uh, or whatever, respectively for your car, like a 245 Hoosier car can run like a 275 street tire, or like a right. you know, 275 street tire car can be a 315, or Hoosier car can be a 315 street tire car. Um, and at that width, like that car could just light off and sh and and it's running away with the game. Like it's yep. it's too good. Uh, See, the which, thing is, I yeah, I mean, I yeah, get that. But I think I think I, I don't know if you listen to that particular how I put this. What I like about that, what I like about that is that when when especially you know especially if you're going to pull a little bit pull more power out of Jeremy, I think it's even more apt and and you know here nor there, but it's mostly for his car. Is that when people said that the street tire wasn't the way to go, and then obviously now you guys are like, <laughs> you know. AO fifty twos have fun with that. You can't have them anymore. It kind of like you proves can my have point. Them, you just got to have them at Hoosier with. That's all. right. I know. Yeah. Well, it kind of so. proves my point. But um, yeah. that's why that's why I pushed him towards that. And I think everyone's yeah. kind of like, oh, the, the you know, the Hoosiers are the way to go. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever you say. But anyway, no, yeah, always. exactly. But the thing uh, what I like about it is there's a risk, and and right. that ri I mean, there's a risk with Jeremy, right? So the risk is that 
if he doesn't place well, if he doesn't qualify well, and then, or if he doesn't run his first couple of laps well, right. the game's over. He's done. Yeah. Whatever place he's in, he's not going to gain places. He he's needs just going to fall back. Yeah. First turn, that car needs to be out front. Exactly. Um, and that's what I think. That's not, what I like about that risk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, well, and if I mean, it's I, not, and we saw him. If it's if it's uh, if it's not if he's not up front, like he can run with the pack, but he's not like he, he's not exhibiting the strengths of the car. Exactly. Um, exactly. And so, I, uh, and I kind of like that. I kind of like that that option right i like that's right. what i like about that's why i always push it and that's why I, I liked it is because really what he's doing is he's making a decision early on that he is going to run a race that is close to perfect at the beginning and then right. the rest of it he's got to drive a real defensive race to keep those people back and manage those tires and, and manage the tire and he's got a lot going on there and that's why i liked those tires because i know it's hard um, yep. And I know that's hard to do, and that's why um, I think that is kind of like a, a risk. And if you're willing to take that risk, I think you deserve that reward. And and he did a really good job with it, you know, especially you know watching the the NCM race and stuff like that. I think he did a really good job. I was like, this is oh, going to work good. out really yeah. well for you. The Gingerman races, I was like, this is going to work. This is going to work. I promise it's going to work. And he's like, okay. And he did it, and then it you know worked. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, the, the 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 problem is right when you guys uh, you know race four when you or race three race four when you guys do the flip. And you don't know where you're going to end up. That right. race is the most critical race for him, right? Because that can ruin a weekend's points. Because if he doesn't, if he gets a random inversion and ends up God knows where, tenth, right. eighth, sixth, whatever it may be, he's got to do some light, work. Yeah, it can't light up the, uh, right. the strength of the car. Exactly. He's got to do some work. And he can make some passes and he can catch some places. But if he doesn't do it in the first two laps... Again, he's now that was the risk. You kind of get yep. more point, and and that's why I liked it, and that's why it's like he's taking that chance. And I think if you take that chance and you do a good job, because he did. I mean, I have to say, like with NCM oh, yeah, Gingerman, yeah. he hundred percent. He ran. He ran amazingly good races. Duke he made wheel. very few mistakes, and that's what really gave him those wins. So, it was that he took a huge risk and then did that. And last year at uh, at uh, Coda, when the last time we saw Mr. Howland, yeah. he was in the yeah. same tires. Exactly. Uh, under the same rough rule set for uh, for tire width, and the car did very similar things. Um, right. Exactly. And so that was kind of where it started. Like, man, that Yokohama, that might be a little bit of an A7 tire. Um, so, like, before Jeremy Swenson was even uh, thinking about GLTC, like, we're talking about the Yokohama. So, um, but if you look at a lot of the in-car footage and the way the car is driven uh, at the start of those races in 2020. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of indication that the only person really 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 getting after it uh, is Houghton. Like he he ran those races and earned those wins, and I think some of that like some of that comes down to the mindset that that you just talked about. Like you have to be uh, on it. You have to be perfect yeah, at the start. Right. Uh, and that's probably uh, the reason that uh, that's probably a big part of the reason that uh, Jeremy did quite well at a bunch of races in in the Yokohama too. Right. Um, they're both good so, drivers for that. I mean, they're they're made they're yeah. set up for that, right? Time they're attack both, drivers. Obviously, exactly. Jeremy's an autocross world champ, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, whatever you want to call him. A couple of times now, like he's, he's done. He might be the well. highest earner autocross champion ever at this point. I think by far, like I think he is by far actually. Yeah. So, so there you go. But it, it's it is it is interesting. I mean, I like that. I like that risk yep. because if it doesn't work out, I mean, the way that the car was dancing at Gingerman uh, after race two, and he's just trying to make this thing work, and it is anywhere but where he wants it to be because there's so much pressure from tom and otherwise i think tom and andy right. at that point that it's like <laughs> that's a race right and and, yep. and 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 tom's not afraid to put his nose in tom's not afraid to make a, a you know an under overpass and really make him work for it and he worked 
and yeah. I, I, it's just cool to watch, right? And then, and then, well, High Cotter, High Cotter was right behind him and trying to make him work, and yeah, I just you like got that. Two like seasoned IMSA pros, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Cameras, chasing right. the winningest autocrosser of all time. <laughs> that's right, it's, but it's it's a cool okay. thing, and, and and that's why I think that's why GLTC works. I think that's super cool to even that it's even that's a thing, and that's that's really cool. It just. You know that's why I like the uh, the street tire versus the the race tire debate. You know the the slick debate and stuff like that because there is such that that weirdness that happens mid race. You can literally right. watch the lap times, and I'm like, uh oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's got to turn it on here and, and three really laps in, manage. You see who's your car's coming up, and right. three laps in, you see the, the uh, street tire cars going down. So, so, um, so with the yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's. The tire block, like the tire blocks and stuff, like that's a thing that uh, that we, I, like I don't want to make any adjustments, but like so much data just showed us that like, I mean, it it's, uh, that it, the, the Yokohama is just a, it's a really good tire for the first three laps and you're not going to be able to even catch it with most cars, so. And the thing uh, is with, it, with Jeremy's car and with um, James's car, yep. those two cars take advantage of that particular design and right, where those really cars make that. speed that right. it is hard because they might not make as much grip in the lap three four five but unless you get a massive run on them you are not getting out on that straightaway past them so they've they've got that advantage right it's like the miata situation where yeah, you really got to put yourself in a great position when, when you're in that miata to make that pass if not, someone's just going to power by you on the straight. Yeah, and that's they're where, built, yeah, they're built largely to go fast in a straight line, too. Like right. Especially Houghton's car was really set up to be low drag, and right. you know, it, it, uh, it, it tried to grab every every single bit it could out of the rule set, So, right. which I can totally respect in a building a car that way. Um, yeah. But good parody and good racing is uh, is paramount. Uh, and not to say that anything that uh, Jeremy Swenson, Jeremy Swenson or uh, or Houghton did like wasn't good racing. Like, it, I don't think Houghton Houghton did not set the fastest lap of the weekend. Uh, he didn't. At Coda. I thought. Uh, who yeah, was that? It, was it? Uh, I think it was Dyson Fam even maybe. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I knew it wasn't Houghton, and that's what's interesting is because he definitely, you know, obviously he definitely ran away early on, but but. He didn't run. He didn't run the fastest lap, and no, other people no. came up afterwards. I don't know. I, I I'd have to look back at the data. I remember thinking that he was like yeah. the third or fourth fastest, which was really funny. To yeah, me. I think he was like he was in the top five. I think yeah. we had about sixteen cars start that weekend. Right. Um, but I mean, this is always an ever evolving situation. So it's. Uh, it's t it's not fun to actually make the rules. I don't I don't enjoy it. Like some people like love the control and all that stuff. I t I absolutely freaking hate it. But. Uh, you don't but like the control of the series? No, I, I hate it. I I, I would oh. love if it. I would love if it, it. To me, it's like it's a burden because it's like it feels like a child to me. Like I want to see. I want to see this thing grow and go and be the best thing ever. Um, and like and everybody is in some way, shape, or form like a friend or a colleague to me that drives with us. Sure. I want to see them have the best time ever. You know, even in even when we talk about down to event flow and like schedules and stuff, like I want everybody to feel like they got enough track time. I want everybody to have the best chance. You think through like, okay, what if it's raining? Uh, what if it's super hot? You know, all these all these things and like uh, in and then down to the rule set and stuff uh trying to build parity and we're pretty proud of the parity in most of the time tech classes like it's solid um usually uh, i'm usually i'm surprised when i do the podium like the award ceremony like i'm surprised how good it is because i can't follow every session um during the event because i'm 
I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Uh, but then I'm, you know, I see a bunch of 137s, like P1, P2, P3 in the street class or whatever. Uh, and it's like, man, I am so proud of the way these guys build these cars and drive these cars. Like, what a great group of drivers um, and what a great, crazy, diverse group of cars. But building the rule set to, like, try to get to that thing and changing it every year, which we change less and less in Time Attack. It's usually, like, tightening right. stuff up and, like closing loopholes and stuff like that um and we're, we're basically to that point with gltc as well like we're happy with the parody we only want to make it better and more attainable and maybe more affordable if we can but um having that burden like it's uh it keeps me up at night it's not fun it's not enjoyable and i uh, i largely don't want to do it but uh, i feel like i'm in a unique place because i it's to me, it seems like the leader that you should have is the one that doesn't want to be the leader. I mean, that's um, important. Yeah, like, I don't want to, like, I I don't revel being in charge at all. Like, I wish we could have a president that, like, didn't want to be, pre maybe we do have a president that didn't want to be president right now. I'm not sure. Um, but, I, like, I wish we could have leaders that, like, were there uh, actually because they wanted to make things better. It seems like a lot of them don't in most aspects of life. Um, and uh, like I never really wanted to be the motorsports director of Good Life. Like I, all of a sudden it was like, uh, I guess I'm doing everything because I'm the one that does everything. Uh, so, I was, so I'm kind of stuck. I'm, so I'm kind of stuck there. I know? have to like, say that's how most people find their jobs. Like most people who do stuff like this, that's how they find their jobs. Uh, like it just it's sort of happened. Like oh Adam does that. Oh Adam does that. And then, yeah, yeah. You need and to stop doing everything series, though. So. You need to back up a little few steps here. Get some other minions to do it for you. We're trying. I'm, I'm, I've got I've got really really good people on these teams, and better and better. And it's more, you know, it's less it's less me, and it's more it's more other people constantly, which is great. Good. Um, and a lot of it a lot of it is like just finding the people that can even come to the event and who have the passion for it. And uh, it's just it's tough to do motorsports on like a you know I don't have an IMSA budget. I don't have an SRO budget. Like it's real it's real tight. Uh, everybody thinks oh Grid Life must make must make a ton of money. And you like go to an Alpine Horizon Festival and you look at the budget, like for how much we spend on the event and how much we brought in. It's like, woof, that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a hundred people working over the weekend and everybody's got to get paid and everybody's got to have travel stipend and lunch. You know, like it's uh, it gets it gets tight. It gets real tight. So. It's it's kind of it's kind of sad that that um, that you don't want to be the dictator because um, only for one more important reason is that because we came up with a great name for you, which is Kim Jong Jabay, and it was going <laughs> to catch on, and now we can't even use it. Well, so uh, yeah, I I can uh, I can say that that's not my favorite name I've ever been called. But it's not the worst either. <laughs> oh, so you don't like it? Let me post this on Track Midwest. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. What oh, they there it is. Let's see how good the memes are, though, bro. Yeah, let's see. We'll right. see. We're not the ones who make the stickers, though. So we'll see if the sticker people. Yeah, it make seems them. like everybody wants to make stickers now. There was a new one that just arrived at Mid Ohio that I was like, wait, who made this? Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> everywhere, man. They're everywhere. But but no, that, that that's I think you're right, and you know from a leadership perspective, I think it is important that. That necessarily, I mean, you don't want to, I, I think it's a hard because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You want everybody to have a good time. But I also think it's hard because it's going to happen no matter what, right? You got to oh, do yeah, something yeah. And, and, and just keeping, you know, your friends happy and those relationships moving along and, and not feeling like you're stifling things. It's, that's a hard uh, balance there. Yeah, I mean, even even with like, because uh, everybody wants their own class, everybody wants to win their own championship, right? Yeah, like, well, well you know, those I people can F right off. I don't care. Yeah, I that. can't have like the Porsche Cayenne class. Like, we can't have that. Yeah, but um, no. but but no. we saw 
we saw like with Club TR, like the thought behind Club TR, and everybody's like, oh, it's just Spec Honda Civic, it's GLTC for Time Attack. It's really not at all. <laughs> but, it's not. It's not. Uh, though. like, but, the... yeah, we've seen S2000s win now, and like, uh, but the thought behind that was like. Uh, you know, you go to West Michigan Honda Meet, like the place that we started, and you see most of the cars, um, and most of them are Club TR cars, and they don't have a home at all in Grid Life. Like, Grid Life's rule set was like, at first, it was actually like, uh, you know, believe it or not, it was JD and Chris talking, and JD's like, yeah, just take our rule set, just work off of that. And so that's like, that's why there is some parity be- between Grid Life and right, right. Global Time Attack, was because they're, like, it was designed to be like, sort of like that and like uh, but then we had this whole like we had this whole bunch of buddies who have these dumb track rat cars uh and all they do is a couple events a year and they're always like yeah i can't really come to grid life because there's like no place for me to drive and like hpd fills up fast i kind of like to compete but like there's no place and we're like we were kind of thinking like man where would i put uh what's his face's car what about what about her k-swap s2000 what about like his you're too nice BRZ, nice. but like, but that, I mean that that sort of thinking is like, okay, how can I have more people have more fun, um, sure. and uh, and also like and also bring a certain level of parity to it. Uh, so that was the thought behind like behind Club TR, and I'm really I, I'm happy with that. Like, it's a really I'm proud of the rule set. I think it's really solid, and I think uh, same thing kind of with Sunday Cup. You see a bunch of your idiot buddies driving around in spec fits that before spec fit was a thing and they all kind of had just cheap coilovers and 200 treadwares and they're having the best time ever uh and you think like how can i make this like something that more people have fun with uh, so like the goal is always you know to bring up motorsports by like bringing up fun you know like the more fun everybody has the more motorsports it's rad like ferris or james or will they're gonna or you guys or whoever you're gonna show up and you can crush the event we could celebrate that too but like man we had like 13 spec fit spec fit or sunday cup cars booping around mid-ohio it was the freaking coolest <laughs> so, spec like, fitters yeah you don't, gotta don't you gotta fit, find gonna, like gonna finding that happy out. medium of like uh people enjoying themselves with a racetrack and like being able to show that to other people uh that is that's also that's kind of the way you bring more people in is to kind of let sure. the most the most possible people having the most possible fun equals best weekend ever you know what i mean no, I, I I get that, and it's hard. It is hard again because you know, with you don't want to grow that those classes too far and wide because then it starts turning into the the big rule book that you didn't want in the first place. But right, right. I think yeah, I, I think, think I, we almost have too many classes already. You know. Yeah, I think for me at least it's getting there. But of course I'm you know a simple one. I, I, I think I, we're I, I think we're done. This is I think we have found our home. Uh, we got Street cool. GT now. We got Club TR and Sunday Cups always just kind of been there. Yeah, uh, that's what Hayden's the, trying to do, right? Yeah, the base yep. classes. We're bringing like, people in. So there you go. Hayden would have never dreamed about it if you didn't oh. have that class. Yeah, you need that 87 horsepower TDI Rabbit or whatever you got, man. I, so. I'm get. It's pretty close. It's supposed to be like right at like 87 or 92 or something <laughs> in there. Horsepower. Yeah, it's it's going to be plenty slow. Man, it sounds, it sounds like the smokiest little fun toy ever. Oh, my God. I, I am... Taking every step now so it doesn't smoke. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see. Yep. Right. Well, so more more people having fun is is uh, I mean that's always kind of the goal. So, so I uh, in, in terms of I want I wanted to go back just a little bit. Um, so obviously you tested the two hundred treadwares and obviously there's a, there's talk about going that way to for for cost and for otherwise. Do you think that's something that might happen or are you gonna? 
I mean, um, you don't have to tell us the future, but so, insider so we're, we're, info. We're basically like there's a couple of paths right now. Uh, the couple, like one path one is like, uh, hey, it's pretty rad right now. Let's leave it as it is and let's make uh, Hoosier wets and like dedicated wet tires illegal. Because when you have a wet race and you have a bunch of them every year, if you don't have a fresh set of wets, then you're effed. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Tom had a fresh uh, set of wets, and you, and Tom so being a driver here. and a fresh <laughs> set of wets. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like it's him, stupid. him, it's yeah, stupid. him going off and then being like half a lap later. Um, what? Yeah, it. it uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, back. It, yeah, spins, it's like he spins and wins, right? So. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, crazy. Um, so that that'll probably be a thing. Is dedicated wet tires will probably go away next year, regardless. Um, and the other thought is. Uh, and, and this was largely spurred on by drivers. Like, the drivers have brought this up, and, and I've been thinking about it for years. Like, even before we started GLTC, Tom O'Gorman was the first one to say, dude, you got to do 200 treadwares only. Um, and the biggest reason we didn't do it was because club racers everywhere don't have 200 treadwares. you got Lemons and Chump Car guys, or Champ Car guys now, whatever you call them. Like, they have some of those. Um, but it would have been a barrier to entry to get to GLTC, uh, and a bunch of like the the club racers that were helping with the rules were like, no, we got to do Hoosiers because I got a stack of them. You know, like sure. it's everybody thinking about their own program. That's the reason that Hoosiers are still like the thing that wins and the baseline. Uh, even though a lot of other stuff has won now, um, you know, BFG R1s have won, uh, a bunch of street tires have won. You know, other things win, but um, that was always kind of the baseline because it was just like the baseline for club racers and now the prices are high and higher and they're harder to get and you know the more you buy them and the more you want them like the more it costs like they are they're very expensive tires they're very good uh, but they're very expensive um, so the other thought is uh, we can go two ways in that path if we make big changes it would be um, it would be one of two things it would probably be Hoosiers are still allowed uh, but they are smaller and they are heavier Okay. Um, and then there is a dedicated list. Uh, there's a list of like allowed 200 treadwares or 100 treadwares. Like it's either this or that. Uh, instead of being three different blocks of allowed tires, you know, you get the. Right now we're in the uh, the the sub 100. We're in the 100 to 200 or 199, and we're in the 200 and up category right now, largely. Um, and they've got some spec lines inside of them stating which tires are allowed in the in a few of them, but. Um, it would probably go away from that to being a dedicated list of allowed tires. Uh, and then the other thought is just a list of allowed tires. Um, and so everybody gets to choose from these four to six to eight tires. Uh, and then one big change that would probably happen if we go that way is that uh, instead of being like four or five weight blocks, like, you know, 2,000 to 2,000, 250 to 200, 2250 to 2550 or whatever it is, uh, that it would be a little bit more, a little bit more down uh, and broken down. Like every hundred pounds gets 10 millimeters, you know that sort of thing. Um, you know, I don't have the list in front of me, but that that's one other thought. So there's kind of like I said there was two, but there's kind of like three or four directions. But uh, those are the current thoughts, and uh, a lot of it's going to come down to data, and it's going to come down to talking to 20, 30 drivers that I trust. Um, and uh, and I've got my original rules committee. I've got some people that I bounce a lot of ideas off of. I've got my staff uh, that uh, that are super deeply involved in GLTC. Scott and Renee and Charlie and uh, and Abe and a few others. Um, 
Scott Malloy with data, Mark Nugget with data. Like we've got a we've got a lot of people that have like an opinion, and I want to hear all of them, and I want to give them lots of time to think about them, um, and then we go from there. So awesome. I just I'm just curious to see where it goes. Obviously, I mean this is a common problem because it's not just I mean it's it, it's a problem wherever tires are the are defined by the treadwear, right. and obviously it's not a real <laughs> because thing. treadwear is bullshit. <laughs> right, exactly, and that's it, it's just so frustrating. It just, it just is so, what and it that's is, what, right. and and that's why you see like even in Time Attack, right, like trying to trying to go between even an A7 and going between, you know, you take Ferris and you go between the A7 and you, and the, the street tires that he's using. I think there's he just was on, not that he was big. on Yoko slicks actually. So. Okay, Yoko's. Yeah. Either way, yeah. you go from the slick and then you go to that. You go to the the Yoko slicks that he uses for you know because of uh, what's it called GTA. because of global right like. And then he's and then he's going to the street tires. It's just not a big enough difference in yeah. total terms of grip. Yeah, two, three, and that's seconds. what's frustrating. Yeah, uh, I think the, the biggest problem was they, they kept wanting to black flag him when he went to the Kumhos uh, because they were so much taller and they were rubbing. Right, and everything. they were rubbing. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I saw that, and, and I saw the video uh, smoke coming out of it, and it's like it's disconcerting. It's like, too. yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's terrifying. I don't like that we, either. I mean, we actually had drivers that were following him come up to me and say. Uh, when I'm on a flyer and I'm like, and I can see him, I, I back off because I'm afraid that he blew up because uh, there's so, yeah. <laughs> because there's so much smoke. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it, it you know it's a problem that happened you know with the not only tire loading but like obviously you see a world time attack when they're coming down the front straight. It's that a lot of the cars did start running into the running the tires into the bodies, and that was some of the problem they were right. having with tires. It wasn't necessarily total loading, but it was loading with um, some contact that overheated the tire instantly yeah. and blew it out. And so that's then you the, need like third element suspension. You need crazy right. bump stops with packers and all yeah, that stuff. And, and, yeah, and you just got to be care. I mean, you just got to be careful and smash things away and make you know. Yeah. as much room as possible under there because it is a it is a concern but it is like i said th that's the biggest problem is that defining by treadwear which is not anything it doesn't exist um it's not regulated whatsoever and then you have these these issues that now that that's supposed to be one of the major defining portions of the class is no longer defined no right? especially in the last two three years like we've seen right. crazy crazy changes i've got a uh i've got a durometer that i keep in the pit cart our engineering stand that, that sits at the top of grid um, and so I can get a lot of just it's just for my own personal like brain power. I'll walk around and I'll start poking tires, um, mm -hmm. just slashing and, people's tires. On yeah, the and, I've, and I've also got uh, an infrared temp gun. Uh, well, it's 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 it only pokes in like an eighth of an inch. It's not crazy. I know. I, no, <laughs> it's I'm, I'm, just for listeners. I'm not poking needles into people's tires. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. But, good point. Good point. Uh, so I'll, I'll poke it in an A7, like a sticker A7. Uh, in yeah. time attack, and I'll poke it into a Yokohama, and I'll poke it into a you know an AO52, and it's amazing how close all those are. <laughs> and then you poke it into a, and then you poke it into a, a Viper spec tire, and then it's the the softest of them all, and you're like, uh. You know, if you oops. were if you were wrong, I'd tell you, but I'm not saying mm -hmm. nothing. That's I'm not soft, saying shit. It's the you softest. You think we haven't figured tire. this out? It's the softest tire I've ever poked. So. Yeah, exactly. You don't think we? Like, that's that's what I was. <laughs> That's yeah. why we talk about it because we just want people to know. It's like it's just crazy. It's, it's just the it's just insane. Tire stuff. Yeah, so. exactly. And, and it's the only thing that I think would be softer is if we go get some Avon Hill Climb tires. Oh yeah, yeah. And and play with those. Those would be those would be a little softer. But it's it's just insane that that's a you know what I mean a street tire. Yeah. Like come on guys, this is this is just dumb. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what's hard. And that's, that's not you know, a two hundred treadwear tire. That's the reason that exactly. this is the last year that it's actually allowed. Uh, we're phasing yeah. out next year. You have to have more than two sizes available to run track mod next year. So yeah, I think that's I think that's a, a needs to happen, and and I think that it, it's important to. 
just, just help with the rules. And also, because I think you have to go on Durometer, you have to go on something else, or you have to go on allowed tires. And obviously, GTA has gone to Yokohama's primarily, but then on the other side of it, on your on your side of it, where you're still open to more tires, I think you almost have to go to allowed tires, unfortunately, right. just because the tire manufacturers aren't being, they're being disingenuous as it is. So it's kind of hard, right? Yeah, we are seeing people, we're seeing people do very well on uh, RT660s, which is kind of yeah, like yeah. right in the middle of the, uh, of the Not barometer. Um, right. You know, they're choosing that tire and they're making it work. And, and it can run with the, uh, with the, with the AO52. It can run with the CR1. Like, um, but yeah, and even last year we had availability issues, and this year still we have still have availability availability issues because of COVID supply chain problems. Right, and stuff. everything's but, yeah, everything's hard to get. For yeah, sure. it's been a weird couple of years to make rules and to enforce rules and to make new rules yeah, and make waivers. And, yeah. yeah. No, for sure, and 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 I think that's hard, and and you know that's only like a, a small foray into those into the the time attack rules because we didn't really talk about it. We focused on GLTC here, but but it is hard, and especially with you know COVID and all that stuff. That there's less competitors sometimes. You don't know who's coming. You don't know who even can get parts. You know, and then they, the parts that were supposed to be there and might not even show up, and they might not be available for a long time. So it's a it's been a weird run, but I think you guys obviously um, you're getting a good handle on it. I do like the parody. I do obviously the, the close racing is awesome to watch the the, the live stream stuff like that you know in, in time attack and in in uh in gltc i don't like some of the rules in time attack and i never will so that's just the way it goes um <laughs> well they're staying largely the same because i feel yeah, like it, pretty it, good <laughs> the, the, the hardest the hardest part for me is always going to be sequentials and in, in limited and then running two classes that those are two things that i hate yeah, um, street mod street mod might uh might allow dog boxes uh, dog year? boxes. I mean, uh, dog boxes. I'm okay with. The reason why I don't like sequentials in in track mod. The reason why at one it has to be. A, it's a good kind of breaking zone, right between right. between track mod and then unlimited. But also the biggest thing that I've always had with. Um, you, there's no power limitations in any class, right? No. You can't. Well, not any class. Street class right. has club, power club limitations. Club TR and Sunday right. Cup there is. Uh, right. Sunday but, Cup. Yeah, and then and but but I'm yeah you know street class as well with the uh, with the turbo sizes and stuff like that and pounds per hour. That stuff's fine. That, that that has somewhat of a limitation on power, but if you go into the other ones, street mod, track mod, you know, unlimited, none of them have um, limitations. But what the limitation kind of is, is what you see right now in street mod, the limitation is the gearbox blows up, right. can't run more power. And that limitation kind of needs to be in, in track mod, but it's not because once you put a, once you put a, a sequential in it, all of a sudden it's plenty, you know, you can get a sequential that can hold a lot of power. And it, so now uh, that limitation is gone. Yeah, it, it, uh, we largely made that change because GTA made right, the change. Right, I know, because and of GTA, and I um, told them I hated it, too. So yeah, it's and, not anything to do with you. But like, it, I, don't, I, don't, I don't love it, but uh, yeah. from a practicality standpoint, some of the some of the things, uh, I, I kid you not, probably 65% of the toes and like the downtime and the lost sessions that we have in Time Attack are because of blown up transmissions and street yeah, mod. I, I mean, uh, I can see it. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not saying that's not true. Like, I, I get yeah, it. It's I a do thing, get it. Like, and it's but sucks. yeah, it, it that's sucks. a big rules. It's a big rules separation point. I, I, right. I know exactly. And what and, that, and and they did it. And GTA did it. I know why they did it in the first place is because they wanted parity to World Time Attack because right. they were doing those joint things. And and then frankly, you know, I've always had the same opinion that I do not like World Time Attack rules for the lower classes because they do allow you to make tons of power. You can run the sequentials. You can run all that stuff. It's like 
that they don't even think about that. And then they have incredibly restrictive rules otherwise, right? Yeah. Like in the lower classes, you can't run barely an arrow. You can barely run a tire that's even remotely appropriate sized. And so you, you're on a 225 and you make a thousand horsepower with a sequential right. in street class. And you're like, what, 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 what is this? And it's this? not even like a, it's not even a desired 225. It's right, like a 225 exactly. Camry tire. Right, exactly. And it's like, what yeah. are we even doing? So I've never really right. enjoyed that either. And so the parody was, with the attempt at parody right. then pushed you guys and GTA into a position that, you know, basically allowed for uh, an arms race, if you will. And so yeah. it's, it, that's, I think you get that and I speak my piece, but that's really the one big thing that I, I've never liked. And it really does, just like we talked about it in the, in, in the past, it's like we could run, we could run unlimited and track mod too now because it's really easy to make those two changes that we'd, oh, we'd yeah, have to yeah. make. And because yeah. we're really not, we're really, we fit into the track mod rules again. And that's what right. sucks. It's uh, I like, I don't want to, I'm saying I don't want to fit in the track mod rules. <laughs> and that's what, that's <laughs> yeah, what, what that's, yeah, that's what, that's all. We don't want to, we don't want to we, do we've that. We've always but. seen though, um, uh, on average, we've always seen a two to three second difference between those two classes. Yeah, um, and I want we six. did. We, yeah, but we did see two <laughs> to three two to three seconds at Mid Ohio. Ferris broke yeah. the unlimited, and he broke yeah. the track mod, and they're a couple seconds apart. So. Sure, um, and, and I'm with I'm with that. And and generally in the past, I've always looked at I've looked at the classes, and I think like a really healthy gap for like the fastest of the fast. Like if you have all of the fastest unlimited, all of the fastest track mod, all of the fastest street mod guys, you generally get like six seconds of separation between them. And obviously yeah. now, as cars are getting faster, you're going to start to condense that, and we're probably closer to four seconds. Is probably the right time now, um, just because the rules are getting tighter, right? You have sequentials and track mod. You have, you know, if you get dog boxes, especially in in street mod, you're going to have that that tightened tightened time. Um, and then I don't obviously think you'll the see a lot of speed gain in street mod because no, I mean some of the it, leaders are already on DCTs or ZF eight speeds and stuff. So like and, the, yes. those things are shifting fast. But um, and don't don't start about the DCTs. DCTs did not break street mod. Everybody knows it. But. No. <laughs> <laughs> not today. But, uh, no, that's because you just made Sean faster. Take take, uh, take that. Yeah, um, like how how did Sean go so much faster on an H pattern box? But, um, but because but, he's a but, mutant, I mean, and we know it. Historically, for years, I mean, for years, we saw two second, two seconds, and two seconds for street mod, track mod, unlimited. Yeah. Um, and we're still basically there. So like, it's it's yeah. weird how how uh, and street mod a lot of it is is just. Uh, Tire restrictions and a little well, bit less arrow. Well, that's what I was going to say. Tires yeah. is a big thing. The tire, the tires being, you know, you fundamentally with the 200 tread wears, we have parity in tires from the top to right. bottom now, which is just a stoop. Like what the hell? And the only thing that stops it is your sizing restrictions on street mod. It's like, right. what it is, in the world? When you look at when you look at it though, like you look if you took uh, Moss's car or uh, or Jackie's car or Sean's car. Uh, mm-hmm. And you like put them in a in a parking lot next to you know a bunch of track mod cars and a bunch of unlimited. Yeah, cars. people don't really know. Yeah, people. I mean, it is it is it's unbelievable how fast the street mod cars are going. Like right. it is it's borderline insane. I remember yeah, when especially compared broke, to other series. I mean, dude, it's crazy. I remember when street mod broke the sub one forties like f- six years ago, yeah. and I was like, holy cow, Brad Yonkers ran a thirty nine. Oh yeah. my gosh. Right. It's never getting any faster. And now yeah. what are they at? They're like 31s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when, when we broke, when we broke 30, yeah, when we broke 30 and you were like, whoa, 30s. And we, you know, we were running against that radical and everyone's like, oh my gosh, we're like, it's yeah. slow. In 2016 slow. or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back when they, like the live stream was just me standing on top of my pickup with the PA mic from Gingerman, like hollering was, like an idiot. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect. Like Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, I remember when John Coster ran a 37 with a, with a, with like a stock internals K24 and it needed yeah. to be, and I was like, yeah. holy yeah. crap. Yeah, with, with the slicks and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, that, that, was a, yeah. that was a magical lap. I agree on that one. Yeah, but, but it was yeah. just like, at the time, it seemed like such progression, and now you look at... Now you just look at the progression, and it's just so insane. It's yeah, so it's, insane. It, it, it is silly. It is right. silly. But I mean, there, there's a lot to be proud of there because, like, we, we really we're, we got to be proud of the drivers because the drivers have no everyone uh, they've up. pushed themselves to that progression. Like, it's not us making them do it. It's all the drivers uh, progressing the other drivers. So yeah. Um, so where are you guys at? You gotta you gotta get out there and make everybody progress, baby. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. Trust me, we want to. I'm like, I'm like bleeding right now, trying to trying to make things happen because <laughs> I really do. I'm like, I've got, I haven't had it in a little bit. I have to admit, like with COVID and everything, it kind of knocks us down. And then yeah. obviously we've been rolling on the business pretty hard and stuff like that. But but I do have that. I got that that stomach fire, and I want to get out. You know, one, see if Schrodinger's engine survives, and two, if it does survive, I we've got a lot of data on the car. We've got a lot of sensors on the car, and we haven't even started to refine it. And most of the tracks we have not even set close to our fastest time. So I've got a lot of, a lot of promise there, and I'd like to, you know, actually do it for once. The biggest thing I want is I want a Gingerman lap record. I want it reset in September, and it's uh, all I want, man. I don't care who does we just it. Gotta, we just, somebody's just got to run sub 120, and then we can just stop doing everything ever. Uh, well, we done. might have we might have uh, we might have a Pikes Peak <laughs> car from Traverse City, Michigan that's going to try to do that too. But that's a super unlimited yeah. car. Yeah, so. then it's a little different thing. We think I think if we come up with an open wheel car, we could break 120s too. But yeah, but not actually. Surprisingly, a few cars have actually broken 120s at Gingerman. So. Yeah, not yeah, not as uh, many. I think a Formula but Atlantic and an Indy car in private testing. So. Yep, those are the two that I've heard of, like a 103 and a 108. Were uh, those one? Not not a 103, is it? It was old configuration, short track. Oh, yeah, short track. Yeah, that's about uh, 10 to 12 seconds difference. So. Right, exactly. That was old configuration, short track in whatever, 2005 or whatever. It was. And who knows the difference in, like, an open wheel big Right, it could, yeah, so. it's probably, like, five seconds or ten seconds there. But, or but yeah, 20 it, or who knows. <laughs> 56 seconds. They actually all, that's, ran a 140. all that matters is the Grid Life, uh, grid life Unlimited record, right? That's all we that's care right. about. That's right. That's all I care about. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I'm, and, and, and Devin's going to, you oh, know, track on. Just don't get started. I don't even... Don't don't start records. Dude, okay. we need we need uh, we need <laughs> Scott Giles. Scott Devin Giles, my, my competition director, my competition evaluation czar, or whatever you call him for GLTC. He's wondering where his cousin Devin Giles is at, man. We need him to show up. Oh, with there you a go. GLTC car, dude. We need a GLTC car to Devin Giles. Giles, 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 Giles. I'm working on it, man. You know, I'm hey, like co- you. Cousin like Scott's days. waiting oh. for you, dude. You're right. Yeah, yeah, we talk. We talk at least once a month. So yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I bet he needles you to death, doesn't he? I, I won't say yes or no on the yeah, podcast. He, where are you at? Talking, he talks <laughs> some shit. That, that that dude talks some shit. I'll tell you what. He oh, talks God. shit to me. If I, are you bringing your car? No, I ain't got it in me. Uh, oh, you bitch. Sometimes you need a little tough love. It's okay. Everybody needs yeah, a little tough love. Every once like, like, we, like we talked about it first. Like you got to have that desire to want to do it still. So. Yeah. So... So we're we're rolling pretty long here. Um, so is there any other topics? Like, you know, I, I think you've answered a lot of questions. I had a lot of, you know, we talked about a lot of things here. We, are there any other topics that you really want to get out there? You really want to have a conversation about what? what well, can we, we do uh, here? Uh, so so we started Slip Angle Podcast five or six years ago, and uh, now it has sort of devolved into RV topics uh, lately. <laughs> Um, I love it too. I love they, it. I love they it. They know it. They, we actually started an RV podcast, and then we like only did a few episodes, and then we just keep doing them and slipping. <laughs> but, 
Um, like what uh, my my, uh, my I've talked to you a couple times, Mike, about yeah. this, but uh, no, I'm how, in uh, it. What, what would be your your top three aero mods for an RV? <laughs> I mean, so so I actually worked on a little bit. I did some CFD on a, a simplified RV shape with both the um, like a like a like a rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's like a couple different ones, right? So the it's one a two with the, by four RV is well, a two by four. The bed over the top, right? So the the I don't know what they're so called. The ones yeah, that C class, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that have the the you know that are built on a van chassis or whatever. So they yeah, got they the got bed that over the top, up front. right? So that one. Then we did the flat face, you know, store like a like more like a toter home kind of thing. Class A, yeah, yeah. And I so I did a, a couple of those, and I like a couple different versions, and then like a truck and stuff like that, to see what that looks like, right? and what we could do. And obviously the standard stuff always works. The standard stuff, which is like side skirts, a lower front air dam, all that stuff works. Um, if you can cover up the rear wheels, like if, you're, if your motorhome's wider, generally they are, you can cover up the rear wheels, um, put spats back there. Those are all really good, really good ideas. Um, if you're towing, right? It depends if you're towing or not on what you want to do with the rear. But but right. those are like the standard stuff. Just getting that stuff and then sealing up as much as you can in the front end. And there's some honestly, people don't think there's some big gains, but there's some big gains to be had. Like a good two, you know, twenty to thirty percent improvement is possible, no. um, especially steady state. Oh yeah, on some of those things, they're terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like you can get if you get eight miles to the gallon right now, you could get ten, which is just no. a really. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I promise. Oh you. man, I didn't. I did not expect it to be such a big. Uh, a it big is. A, it is a huge, a huge difference. And 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 the only problem though is, um, I've talked to I've talked to some other people about it as well. But the biggest problem with this is that when they do it, they go faster, and. Yeah. They save time, but then they don't save any money. So it's right. like you you got to stay going 65, 70. Don't go 75, 80 after you do the work because then you're going to use more fuel anyway, right? It's just going right. to happen. So there, there's there's some good opportunity there, but like the most basic of stuff still applies, which is like air dam, side skirts, spats over the rear tires, clean up the air around the front grill. Don't let as much air get into the front grill, stuff like that. It's all really good stuff, and if you do a good job, you you can go even crazier if you want. But then the back of the the back of the depending on the shape is the next step is trying to reduce that low pressure area to, behind it that's that sucking air it back. back together, huh? Right, putting that air back together. And we've and I and I, and I'm working with Sean on something um, to to kind of help with that on on his trailer and truck. So maybe oh, you'll yes? see those soon. Okay. Hey guys, uh, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, our little program here will be cutting off in about two minutes. So yeah, Devin didn't pay for it time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is this hour and a half limited? <laughs> uh, no, we since we've been recording a lot lately, we've just run out of the four hours or so we have per cycle. But it recycles in five days. But gotcha. So we're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back, and uh, so that'll be about what a year and year and a half. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, check us out at grid.life. Uh, the podcast yeah. is called Slip Angle. Uh, you can get it all major places. Uh, and uh, I don't have a personal Instagram because F that noise. <laughs> so. I like it. No, I, we really appreciate you coming on. We really appreciate the conversation. We will talk more personally when you have like four or five seconds about trailers, or I'm just going to slap some plywood on your on your. Uh, Go oh, home without you knowing. So there you go. I, I, I might have some projects in mind right now. So perfect, perfect. Well, we again, we appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. We'd love to talk to you again. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, good luck out there, and hopefully we'll see you soon with multiple cars. And we appreciate you doing it because uh, one, otherwise one we wouldn't have a place I'll to have, go. Uh, I'll have a reliable GLTC car one of these days. So.
We got we got to crowdfund that. We got to get that working. But <laughs> we'll get some ideas <laughs> I mean, done. We'll get some don't ideas. we all want reliable cars? Uh, yeah, I had one at one point, not sense. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Good talking to you. It's that time again, boys. I need those goddamn reviews. You can say that Devin is forcing you to do them. Or you can leave some genuine feedback, and I'll be sure to read them and get them back to the boys. In the meantime, you can join our Facebook group, which is Professional Awesome Technical Forum. You can follow us on Instagram at Professional Awesome Racing, and we have a Facebook regular page with the same name. But until then, we'll talk to you later, and we really appreciate you listening.